Hello, and welcome to the Behind the Give Button podcast, where we believe that charities desire to change the world, but struggle to get you involved. This podcast is all about exploring what's behind the give button so that your desire to change the world can find a trusted partner. Hello, and welcome to the Behind the Give Button podcast. I am so excited to share with you the work that Michaela is doing with this organization she calls Back to Giving. It's a bit of a different setup from the other charities and nonprofits I have interviewed to date. So I'm very excited to share um, what Mikhail is doing with you. And, you know, she just saw this need in our communities that she wanted to help fill around Christmas time. Um, so I'm very excited to, to talk to Michaela. So welcome, Michaela. Thank you so much for joining us. Ah, thank you, Claire, so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Yes. So, you know, I just mentioned this is a bit of a different layout from what I've talked to before. So why don't you give us a little glimpse about who you are um, and what motivated you to start Back to Giving? So I am a 22-year-old nutritionist. Um, I've been doing this for about a year now, and I love what I do. But it actually started about four years ago when I got really sick, and I felt that I was focusing a lot on my sickness and a lot on my symptoms and trying to get better. And I saw this quote one time that said, if you don't know what to do, do something for someone else. And that really inspired me to kind of focus on other people and not just myself. So I started back to giving, and this is my fourth year running it. And I'm so happy that I started it because it's like, it makes Christmas 10 times better for me. It's my favorite part of the year. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much why I started it. There's a lot more information behind <laughs> that, but yeah. How cool that you're able to take this point of your life that you're feeling vulnerable, not too great about yourself, not too great physically and turn it around to focus on something else. I don't know very many people that have been able to do that. So that's encouraging just to hear that that was your motivation for starting this. So great segue there. What is Back to Giving? So Back to Giving is exactly that. It's giving back through backpacks. That's actually how I came up with the name. Um, So I get the community involved. I get my friends, my family, anyone, like businesses around Alliston. And we raise money and uh, either through monetary donations or through actual items. And we fill backpacks full of essentials for the homeless, uh, for homeless shelters, and just those in need during the winter months. And so when you were evaluating, you know, wanting to switch your focus from yourself to giving and doing things for others, why was it um, the homeless population that you wanted to help? Um, Ever since I was little, I've always had this inkling, I guess would be the right word, to help the homeless when I was really young and I'd be out Um, in town with my family I would see someone on the street and I would like beg my parents to buy an extra burger or an extra sandwich from wherever we were and I would go and they would come with me and I'd go and bring it to them and I've done that ever since I was little and I I loved it and I did it right up until basically I started back to giving so when I thought of doing something for someone else that was like in my mind there was no other option I was like this is it this is what I'm gonna do yeah it's such a like a population so many of us come come in contact with. So it's really cool to see you motivated to help them out. So, you know, you just talked about getting your friends involved, your family involved, local businesses involved, but so to kind of take us through the step-by-step, you know, you're ramping up to Christmas, you're starting to organize back to giving. Um, what does that look like on your end? What, what do you go through? 
So usually as soon as like autumn hits, I get so many messages from like my friends and family being like, oh, when do you do it? Like when does Back to Giving start? I have some things I can donate. Like people get excited about it like way before I even announce it in November, which is amazing. It gets me so excited for it. Um, But basically I usually just set out a post on my personal Instagram, my business, uh, the Back to Giving Instagram. I kind of just put it everywhere all over Facebook. My parents and friends will help repost it everywhere. And people basically just message me, um, text me, call me, whatever. Um, and they send me money through e-transfer. Uh, last year I had a Facebook donate button and that did really well. Um, I just didn't have time to set one up this year and I knew that money was going to be tight for some people this year. So I didn't want to put that pressure on anyone. Um, but yeah, so e-transfer money, um, or they just bring physical donations right to my house and I have a room full of donations right now it's crazy um yeah as I get them I sort through them I figure out what I do and don't need I kind of update the post and tell people okay so we're 100% full of hats we don't need any more hats and then I tell them what I do need I'll take all the extra money I'll go shopping I'll buy kind of the last uh last minute things that I know I need to put it about put it all together and then I have this like three days of packing. I get my friends to help out, my family to help out. And we just make a checklist and we go through every backpack and make like 30 backpacks. And it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of organizing. Um, there's like a puppy running around, there's a cat running around. It's always like a mess, <laughs> but it's so much fun. It just makes it 10 times better. Um, yeah, we put it all together. And then I give some of the donations to shelters around Alliston and Barrie. And some of the backpacks I hand out by hand with my friends in Toronto. Um, and a lot of the backpacks go to those shelters too. So I'll either give them monetary donations or a bundle of what they've specifically asked for, or I just give them the full backpacks that have been filled and they love anything and everything that I give them. So if we were to open up the backpack, what are you filling the backpack with? Um, you mentioned, you know, like hats and that kind of stuff, but uh, like give us kind of the general overview of what they're filled with. I've kind of added every year. I'm like, oh, I think this one thing would be really good. But I just kind of go through everything that you need in your daily life. So socks, I always put a ton of socks in there because of the number one needed item. And then I kind of go through, you know, what's a day look like in my bathroom, go through everything I need, toothpaste, toothbrush, deodorant. So basically when you open up the backpack, there's going to be clothing items that like socks, scarves, underwear, everything that you need to be warm uh, and stay dry. And then there's hygiene products. So your toothbrush, your toothpaste, your shaving lotion, lip balm. I think that one's really important. It's kind of overlooked. Um, there's some first aid supplies in there. Uh, this year I'm trying to get some sleeping bags and insulated blankets um, just because I think those are really important to keep warm and they're, they, they aren't something I've done before because I haven't had the funds to do it, but I think this year I'm going to. I also do food items, so uh, non-perishable food. I also do like some snacks, um, so some like granola bars, high protein snacks to keep people full. And then I also do um, Tim Hortons, McDonald's, Booster Juice, Wendy's, all those kind of things. Those like $10, $15 cards, because I think those are really good for people to have on hand because then you can kind of run into a place and grab something to eat and you don't have to be carrying around all this food that I've shoved in your backpack, right? Um, and they're sounding yeah, like then, full backpacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're very full, they're very heavy. I kind of feel bad almost. Um, but yeah, and then it's just kind of the extras, like can openers and spoons and things they need. Um, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of research about it. One of my best friends works in a shelter, so I've kind of gone back and forth with her and 
she's kind of told me what the most important things are and kind of every year we uh we change it every year to figure out like what the most needed items are this year and yeah I think we've done a decent job at it so far it sounds like it (laughs) (laughs) and so do you set like a goal amount of backpacks or do you just work with the funds that you have each year how do you kind of manage that part of it so so far I've just been uh, going with the amount of funds each year. So the first year I ever ran this, we raised $400 and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I think I did maybe 10 backpacks um, and I had enough that was perfect. And then every year we've kind of gotten bigger and bigger. So I've added more and more. Last year I bought a hundred backpacks just to have for this year and next year, or I guess last year and this year. Um, so I've been kind of feeling more and more. I think we did 15 the second year, 20, and then 25. So I'm hoping this year to do 30 to 50, like somewhere in there, depending on the need, depending on the funds this year. It's going to be a little bit different uh, monetary donation-wise because of COVID and like everyone's struggling and I don't expect huge donations from everyone. I just am going to try to do my best with what we've got. And But yeah, even this year, people are really excited to donate. So I think we're going to have a good year this year and I'm really excited for it. And I think this is the year that back to giving is the most needed in our communities. Yeah. I was just going to say in talking with, you know, the organizations, even on the podcast to date, right? Like, yes, we're seeing more people go through hardships, but we're also seeing more people get excited about helping fill those needs in our community. So it's, I'm sure, you know, uh, you already, yeah, sound like you're kind of um, have your mind open to that, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by the amount of people that come and rally around what you're doing. So it's pretty neat. So, um, you know, I can see the passion on your face. The listeners won't be able to see it, you know, <laughs> audio, but, um, what's, why are you passionate about this cause? What's your favorite part of what you're doing? Um, yeah, if you could, you know, it may be hard to sum it down to like one point, but if you could, <laughs> yeah, I'll try. Um, I would say, obviously, other than, you know, making a difference in my community, in the homeless community, and seeing all the people I help and the organizations, I honestly think getting the community involved has been the best thing because every year, more and more people want to donate or the same people who donate are like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, when are you starting it? Um, A lot of businesses and companies around Allison in the Bay Area have kind of rallied for me. They've either sent me a chunk of money or they've actually gotten their customers to donate. And that's like a really great way to get their audience involved as well, like, as well as mine. Um, yeah. And I love it because I've built these really amazing relationships with these businesses that I never kind of knew existed in Alliston before. And yeah, I just love seeing everyone get so involved and so excited and people love it. They want to see where the money's going. They want to see the donations. They like cross me for pictures And I love it because everyone, yeah, everyone loves it just as much as I do. And I think it's, it's such a great way to give back during Christmas when that's kind of always been the idea of giving back during Christmas, but this kind of actually puts it into action and gets people excited about something other than just giving and receiving, you know, the normal gifts. So I'd say community is probably the number one. Yeah, and it's exciting, right, to see those uh, those businesses you're talking about get excited too. And it's a bit more of like, of course, the personal connections are great for funding the whole thing, but to have some businesses come alongside you, uh, yeah, I can imagine that would be <laughs> encouraging <laughs> and exciting. So, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I did mention kind of in the beginning here that, you know, you're not a registered charity. Um, I, I actually learned about you, you know, through a friend sharing your, your Instagram post on their story. I'm all about transparency here. So if you could kind of give like a glimpse at if people did want to get involved, what are the ways to do it and kind of fling open the doors to this back to giving campaign? Yeah, of course. Um, so there is a Back to Giving Facebook page. It's just Back to Giving. Uh, there's also an Instagram page. It's the same thing at Back to Giving. Um, so every year I post on there that we're, you know, this is another year of Back to Giving. Um, this is how you donate. And then if someone wants to donate, usually they either send me a direct message, send me an, an email, anything. I, I leave all my contact information on the post and they get in contact with me. They're like, okay, I want to donate, you know, this much money. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I send them my email. They e-transfer me the money. So I, I try to do everything via e-transfer versus cash. Cause then I have kind of a list of everyone who donated. I can keep it all kind of separate. And then I, ha I have receipts at the end. So everyone knows exactly where the money's gone. Um, and if they want to donate um, items, then I just give them either my address because we're all from Allison. It's such like a community town. <laughs> it's like not this big scary thing. Um, or we meet somewhere and they give me the donations and then, yeah, we just work from there. Cool. So yeah, um, you know, you just kind of gave a look at my next question um, of what's behind the give button. So, um, you know, I'm hearing from you that you're very, obviously very careful about the money trail, um, that, you know, you want people to trust, trust their, their money being spent on putting stuff into backpacks. Um, but maybe if you just want to put that into your own words, uh, what's behind your, your give button. Yeah, exactly. Um, so 100% of the profits proceeds, um, all goes back to giving. I don't keep a penny of it. Um, I think there are people out there who need it way more than I do. And that's the whole point of this thing. So, um, yeah, when everyone gives me donations, we go through it all. We pack it up into the bags. I take the money that people sent me. I go out and I buy everything that I need, finish up all the bags and then any leftover money. Cause there's always leftover, um, because people are so generous with items, which is amazing. Um, I usually get in contact with the organizations that I am already donating to. And I say, okay, I have this much money left over. I would love to send you a thousand dollars or I'd love to send you $500 or whatever's left over. And I kind of divide it between them. Or if I haven't donated, like say I didn't donate um, physical items to Allison out of the cold, I would send them a big chunk of money and that be kind of the version of my donation. So it's always going somewhere. I keep receipts for everything I do because I never want people to think I'm being shady. Like I always want to be transparent and yeah, hundred percent goes to the people who need it. And I don't keep any of it. Cool. And thank you for being transparent about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that's kind of the whole point. Uh, A, to share the message of what you're doing and then B, so that people can trust um, what they're donating to. Um, and just to kind of circle back to your whole motivation for starting Back to Giving, if you're comfortable answering this question, but with your initial you know, push for starting it being um, focusing less on your health and more on giving. Have you noticed um, like a change in your own personal life in being able to focus more on this? Yeah, 100%. Um, when I was sick, I was home. I had to drop out of school and I was so, I was just so sad and so down and so focused on myself and sick of going to doctor's appointments. And when I did this, it was like a light turned on. Like it was 
yeah, it was amazing. It took my focus off so much of myself and my issues and it went to something that was really good. And I found that that gave me a lot of relief. It was like one adrenaline because it's so much work to do. Um, but it also gave me a lot of relief. It gave me a, a fulfillment of knowing I'm actually doing something amazing for people and that the community, not just me, everyone is doing something amazing for people. So every Christmas, even when it's winter and it's dark early and it's cold and you kind of get that little bit of down, um, it always brings me back up. It's, it's always a thing I look forward to. And as soon as I finish it, um, I know myself and I know I'm sure the whole community feels so fulfilled and so excited. And you're like, wow, we just did this incredible thing. We like band together and like raise so much stuff and yeah, it's it's incredible. Every Christmas, it literally, I know I said this, but it just makes Christmas like that much better. Very, very, very encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of to wrap us up here, I know when we had talked previous to this interview, um, you kind of cut off donations at a certain dates so that you're able to be organized on your end and have things distributed. Um, so yeah, when when is that date this year and when do you plan on actually distributing the goods? Uh, so the date is December 20th. That's the last day that I'm accepting donations. 11 days from now. So when I release this on Friday, it'll be, <laughs> I'm not a math girl, but nine days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not either, but I think that's right. Um, yeah, so I cut it off then. And uh, the first couple of years I did it January 1st. I tried to do it at the beginning of the year. And then after that, I was like, you know what, let's do this before Christmas because this is what people want. You know, you want something to open, quote unquote, open on Christmas morning. Yeah. So um, last year I did it on Christmas Eve and I think that's the goal. So there's a lot to be done between the 20th <laughs> and 24th, but I think we can do it. Um, yeah, so I'm going to hand everything out and get everything done by the 24th and then whatever donations are left over this year actually I was talking to some of the shelters and they were actually saying that a lot of people donate before Christmas because you know it's Christmas time you want to give back but they kind of forget so you do all this donating around Christmas and then February comes around and they're they're dry they have no donations because everyone's like oh yeah you know we did the Christmas thing so yeah. this year I'm actually going to save a chunk of the donations and donate it in February or March when when kind of things have started to slow down for them and the Christmas thing, you know, it's kind of fallen off. So I think, uh, yeah. So if you don't see me donating the last bit until February, that's why there's a reason. <laughs> I'm trying to spread it out and make sure that these places can run efficiently and have everything they need all winter long because the need isn't just around Christmas. It's all the time, but yeah. Awesome. So listeners, if you, um, you know, I feel passionate about this. I can see it coming through on Michaela's face. Um, so like she mentioned, you can connect with her on Facebook or Instagram, which will be linked, of course, on our website. Um, so you can connect with her there if you want to make those tangible donations. If you want to make monetary donations, uh, just reach out to her. Um, I have experience here. She answers quick. That's This is how I got in contact with her. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want to get involved, reach out to her on social media. Um, and thank you so much for spending your time with us this evening, Michaela. I, yeah, thank you just for sharing what you're doing and then also just for doing doing it period <laughs> it's uh, oh, definitely you, something Claire. you need around Christmas and it's encouraging to see that yeah you you were able to take maybe a, a lower point in your life and turn it around to be something that you know lots of people look forward to at Christmas time yeah definitely thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it and I love this platform that you have I think it's incredible and you've highlighted so many 
amazing organizations. And yeah, I really love what you're doing. I think uh, we complement each other and everyone listening, you guys are doing the hard work and I appreciate you all so much. Well, there wraps up another episode of Behind the Give Button. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, you know, it's a bit of a different organization, but I think around Christmas time, these are the kind of people and the kind of communities that really make a difference. Um, so I'm just so excited that I was able to share what Michaela is doing with Back to Giving. I hope that, you know, if you're inspired that you'll connect with her on her social media like she mentioned there. As always, follow the podcast on social media. You can find us at Behind the Give Button. And please rate us on wherever you're streaming. Give us those five stars. Give us a written review. We really appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll join us next week.